Hi, welcome to the Treehouse. My name is Miss B, and I am an SLPA and clinic lead at Therapy Tree Glendale. And I'm Alex G, the digital marketing coordinator here at Therapy Tree. And today we will be doing something a little bit different. So this is one of our um, categories that is a little bit funnier, a little bit um, less formatted. And we'll be talking to one of my dear friends named Brett today, who is, how old are you, Brett? 10. He is 10 years old. And we will be talking to him about a lot of different questions, um, mainly talking about the subject of love. love. <laughs> yes, life, love, therapy, and such. So, all right, Mr. Brett, are you ready to get started? Yes. Excellent. Well, wonderful. Oh, you're ready. Okay, you're ready to go, dude. All right, so first, let's get started with a brief introduction on um, Brett. So I have been seeing you as your speech therapist since you were, do you remember how old? Four. Since Brett was four years old. I thought it was three. Uh, I was four. You were coming in on the tail end of four. Three and a half. Okay, yeah. <laughs> three and a half, four. Yeah. All right. And so um, it's been quite some time, but um, uh, he is a huge part of just my speech journey as a um, professional. And I, you know, consider him a big part of my life just because I've known him for so long and he's made so much improvement. I mean, I'm proud of the progress you've made. Are you proud? Yeah, probably. Oh, you don't seem very enthusiastic, sir. I think it could be a little bit more enthusiastic. (laughs) Right. But um, yeah, we're pretty great friends too. Right, Brett? Yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, I'm going to get started with some easy questions. All All right. right, Like what? Well, first, what is your favorite thing about speech? That you're here. Oh, thank you, Brett. Okay. What about this one? What is your favorite speech game to play? I don't really have one. You don't really have one? Okay. But since I've known you, you've always come into speech with something in your hand. And what are some of those things that you like to bring? Toys, figures, games. All right. And then my last question for you, Mr. Brett, who is your favorite speech teacher? Um, Either you or... Uh Who else? It used to be Miss Beth, but now it's you. You're right. You did see Miss Beth. And Miss Beth is one of the owners of our company here at Therapy Tree. And so she loves you just as much as I do. I know for sure. So, yeah, she was pretty awesome, huh? But now you're mine. I stole you away. (laughs) And I think that you're great. How dare you? Oh, this guy. (laughs) All right. So silly. Okay, Miss Alex, I'm going to throw it over to you. And we're going to get existential with Mr. Brett. Yep. We are going to talk on the subject of love. Are you ready, Brett? Yeah. Do you know what love is? It's like a feeling, a very strong feeling to someone. Yes, that's correct. Is that how you feel when you feel like you love somebody? Yeah. A strong feeling. Mm -hmm. How do you show your parents or your mom that you love them? Um, Being kind to them, being caring to them, and all other sorts of stuff. How do you think your parents show you that they love you? They love me. They care about me. They put food on the table. Oh, that's a really good one, Brian. Yeah, that's a great one. What's something kind that you've done for your parents? Give them gifts and be kind to them. I like that. That's a good way to show love. You agree, Miss B? Mm -hmm. Wait, do you like to make your own gifts or do you like to save up money and go buy them? What's your gift giving process? Both? Really? Yeah. You used to make some pretty gnarly cards back in the day. Okay, awesome. And, um... And today I bought myself a TNT Minecraft block. So that you showing yourself that you love yourself? Yeah. 
That's awesome. I buy stuff for myself all the I time. I know. What is it called? Myself. Treat yourself? Yeah. yeah treat yourself. Treat yourself, Brad. It's good that you're starting off that young. Okay. So other than your parents, is there anyone else that you love? My grandparents. Your grandparents? My good grandmother and my grandma. How do you show your grandparents you love them? By hugging them, telling them, and doing all sorts of stuff. Okay, nice. And how do you think grandma shows you that she loves you? Um, being nice to me, loving me caring for me yeah my grandma does pretty much the same thing to show me she loves me and she makes me a lot of food does your grandma make anything special for you like food wise does she have any special recipes um yeah food she gives me hot pockets oh yum yum the best of foods and other sorts of stuff like pizza i'm sensing a theme what about pizza rolls yep yeah so you're a pizza boy you like pizza? My food's pizza. Oh, yum. Nice. Okay. Um, next question. Do you think that people should love each other even if they aren't family? Yeah. Why? Because everyone, because uh, <clears throat> the world, if we want to make the world a better place, uh, we, we should all love each other. I agree. I feel like love always makes people feel good. Very yeah. smart, Mr. Brett. And lastly, do you think when you get older... You will love people differently than you do now. Probably. Probably? Yeah. Why do you say that? Because when you get older, you see and realize. So you can either love them less, love them more, or just flat out hate them. Oh, well, hopefully we don't go that way. (laughs) But yeah, yeah. My dad used to tell me, like, when you get older, it's almost like taking off or putting on glasses, you know? So you're right. You do see the world differently. And now I'll throw it back to you, Miss B, with some crazy random questions that we found. All right. Crazy question number one, Mr. Brett. Imagine you just won a million dollars. What would you buy first? Hmm. The galaxy. Oh, the whole galaxy. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I'm I'm sorry, God, but I'm going to rule it. (laughs) You're going to take the galaxy? (laughs) Got it. So what would you do in your new galaxy? Like, what would you change, make different? Uh, The world. Just make the world, like, without sin. Wow. Okay. Horrible people. Would everybody have to eat? Like, let's think about changes like food and stuff. No, food will be the same. Food everything, is the same? Mostly everything will be the same, except without evil in it. Without evil in it. That's nice. It's a very noble thing, Brett. I like it. Very All peaceful right. world, it uh-huh. sounds. A peaceful galaxy, sorry. A peaceful galaxy. Yes. yes. A million dollars. Now we know. Crazy question number two. All right, Mr. Brett. If you can make a new animal, what would it be? Well, that's an animal sound, but describe your animal. That's that's its name. Oh, that's what you would call it. Okay, what would it look like? You could say like it would have the head of a... It would have the head of the dinosaur, legs of hippos, a tail, as long as Godzilla's. Whoa. I'm terrified of this. I do not want to meet this animal. It would have a body of a gorilla, (gasps) be as big as Godzilla. Oh. And it will 
It has laser eyes and will fly with rainbows. Oh, so okay. is it? A, is it, it a, destroy the world? No, oh, okay, no. it's a bad monster. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's a, a bad, bad monster. monster. <laughs> Yikes! Well, that's scary. I hope that monster never comes into real life. <laughs> yeah, we are terrified already. You never know what he, what the man upstairs has planned. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. true. Very cool. And with that said, <laughs> I think it's time for our treehouse takeaway. Yes, our treehouse takeaway today is talking about sensory bins. And so what is a sensory bin? Well, they are really easy to make. Um, if you look at Pinterest or just, you know, Googling uh, like a sensory bin DIY, you can get all the instructions um, online. But long story short, you take a container and maybe some dried noodles or rice, beans, just something dry. Um, and often in the clinic, we'll get food coloring and we'll, you know, dye them different colors. We have like really beautiful, like just tie dye rice and all of this fun stuff. And so it's really, you know, kind of alluring and, you know, exciting for the eye um, to see those things. But we'll fill, um, you know, those different, you know, buckets with pom-poms or um, different colored beads. Sometimes we'll put in little animal toys and like puzzle pieces. Really anything can go in there, but it's just um, a lot of, you know, it's great for kids who need that sensory input. And it's kind of fun because you can, you know, utilize it like a tiny little scavenger hunt in a box. Um, and so some of the different ways um, that we, you know, in speech and OT uh, will often use them uh, for, you know, both disciplines. We'll do your traditional one to two step directions where it's, you know, like, can you find cow? <gasps> wow. First find cow, then put it in the cup. And so, you know, you can utilize different um, directions. You can also um, work on some OT building skills, um, which, you know, often they'll just put a spoon in there, like a regular spoon, and they'll work on um, the functional use of a spoon. So like scooping, lifting, pouring things into a cup, things like that. Um, and then, you know, oftentimes I'll see a lot of our occupational therapists will um, get tongs. I don't know, um, you know, like little pinchy. Like the small ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they're super cute. Great for small, chubby hands. Very fun. Um, and OT will often use them for um, pre-scissor skills, hand strengthening, and uh, finger separation. I haven't, like, when I started working here is when I first started seeing them. I thought they were so cool because you can cater them to like the holidays so many things, yeah. or things trending. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's really awesome. Yeah, we just did a Valentine's Day one. So, of course, all of the rice is pink and red and there are cute little heart erasers that are just like traveling through the inside. So very cute stuff. What are the benefits of having these sensory bins? Like how does it, what does it benefit with the kid other than teaching them certain things? The benefits, there's so many, um, you know, for different disciplines. It's not just like for speech and not just for occupational therapy. Um, a lot of times just the kid themselves, you know, even if it's not specific skills that they're looking for, they just get um, like that sensory input where it's like fun and engaging. The same thing that slime gave people where, you know, people watch those ASMR videos all the time. And so it's just like sometimes the noises or just like the visual effect of it can be really soothing. So I know that a lot of times, you know, 
in my speech sessions, I'll just have a sensory bin like just on the ready. And even if it's not something particular that we're working on, sometimes that itself is a motivator for kids because they just are soothed by it. And so I get soothed by it too. I'll get one for them and then one for myself. And I'm just like, Miss Me will have fun too. And so <laughs> I'm over there scooping pom-poms in a cup. And it's just, it's a really good kind of like brain break, um, you know, and so I would think it's just beneficial to have around. Then, of course, there are the instances where you have, you know, a, a spill. And so there might be beans or rice on the floor. And um, that's why, you know, in those cases, I always encourage parents, if you know, you know, you have a kid who uh, really likes to toss things, maybe invest in dyed like rigatoni noodles or something that's really mm-hmm. big because it's going to be a lot easier to pick up. Still the same benefits, but um, it's a little bit chunkier. And so it might not be as hard to clean up. Okay. Well, thank you guys for joining us today. Again, we would love to hear if you guys go home and make some your own sensory bin. Send us a picture of it. We would love to feature it and tag it. Comment what you um, put in your sensory bin. And what are we going to be talking about next time, Miss B? So next time will be our first career corner segment. So we're actually going to be talking to a speech language pathologist about, um, you know, just their journey through speech and career trajectory. So that will be a really cool conversation. Oh, I'm super excited. Me too. Thanks again, guys. We'll see you later. Bye.